0: Once Podcast is sponsored in part by GoToMeeting with HD Faces.
1: Hi, this is Jacob Davies. I played Pinocchio Once Upon a Time. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I had a great time filming it. Thank you.
0: You're listening to Once, episode thirty-three, The Stranger Initial Reactions. Welcome back to Once Podcast, the podcast about ABC's TV show Once Upon a Time. I'm Daniel J. Lewis. I'm Jeremy Laughlin. I'm Dan Flynn.
1: That was so sweet. (laughs) And that's Jenny. That's Jenny. Wow.
0: (laughs) Thank you so much, Jacob Davies, for sending that in. And he did a great job as Pinocchio in this episode. Absolutely. He was killing us with cuteness.
1: I know. I feel dead.
0: In the chat room, in a good
1: way, because I've been killed with cuteness. Oh.
0: <laughs> in the chat room, when I played that, the whole screen was just filled with
1: oh and cute
0: and oh. Yeah. Thank you so much for Thank calling you. That in, Jacob. That
1: made my night. Thank you so much. Thank you.
0: Yeah. Any other uh, cast that want to call in, you're certainly and welcome to. You don't
1: have to be a kid to call in. Really, <laughs> it's cute, but or everybody you don't have to be a kid in. to be on
2: the podcast either.
0: So yeah,
1: everybody.
0: But we're so glad that you, our listeners, have joined us. We just finished watching the episode, The Stranger. Now, this is our initial reaction. So, our thoughts are going to be a little bit sporadic and random and initial reactions to this. So, if you want our full conversation, well, of course, still listen to this because we try not to overlap too much between them. But check out our full episode that will be out this Wednesday, and we record those live at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time, that's GMT-4, over at noodle.mx slash live. And we're doing this live at 9.30 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time, GMT-4, at noodle.mx slash live. And we've got a bunch of people in the chat room, and everyone is loving this episode. What did you guys think of it?
3: He's not a stranger anymore. <laughs> it was awesome.
2: I'd say it's an interesting take between this episode and last, where we haven't really hit on anything that we were. Um, I get. Oh, okay. Last one, we got some really neat things, but this one didn't really have too many things that we didn't expect. Um,
3: that's only because we're obsessive. <laughs> and, and, I guess
2: know, that's true, but I liked how I really liked it. Yeah,
0: and several actually are saying that in the chat room too. That they they thought it was a great episode but not like the most amazing because just like you're saying Dan yes we expected a lot of this by now
1: i was surprised i thought the i thought the theory that he was going to turn in, into a wooden man was kind of cheesy <laughs> i thought i thought it was ridiculous I thought it was too ridiculous to actually happen so i was surprised and i just david had already lost a lot of cool points with me.
3: Oh, I keep putting so that he, part out of my mind. He
1: gained a few back whenever he did what he did. It yeah, was nice.
3: Yeah, the the way he handled it in yeah. the end saved the whole thing ran
2: out leaving his jacket behind (laughs) she (laughs) left before well he left before regina offered the apple pie
1: as soon as she invited him to dinner and he started thinking about i was like oh no she's thinking of another way to steal prince charming from snow
2: i think she was the apple pie. i'd say like when she went in for the kiss like i was even backing up like oh no
1: (laughs) I'm glad he dodged her. That was nice.
0: Yes. And dodged. That's pretty much (laughs) what he did, too. There are a lot of people that, after seeing this episode, can say, I was right! And so, congratulations to everyone out there who theorized that he was Pinocchio and came up with and discovered all of these little things that hinted toward his Mm -hmm. being Pinocchio. He's
1: gonna be a big puppet when that happens. A really, like, big (laughs) puppet.
3: I did not expect that. The blue fairy essentially lied about how many people the tree I could know. transport
0: that was interesting
3: i mean it's the most straightforward explanation that he just went through the wardrobe and we were just misinformed but i never thought of it because i guess i assumed that
0: she was just telling the truth it, I like episodes of any TV show where they've shown you a scene and you've known that scene. You've seen it over and over again, uh, just by rewatching it, and, and then over later and over and over, and over again. <laughs> and later they go back and show you what you didn't see mm-hmm. from yeah. that scene.
1: I was really disappointed at Geppetto. Well, uh,
0: yeah. well, I think in this in that uh, war council or the the like kingdom council scene, I wonder if they filmed all of those extra little bits. Now there weren't. There wasn't a whole lot, but there were some of those looks, those Uh knowing looks between those characters of Jiminy, Geppetto, Pinocchio, and the Blue Fairy. Some of the camera angles were definitely different. I'd kind of like to go back and
3: see if any of it can Uh. be picked up. I I believe that they've had a plan for where the season was going for the entire year, as far as any of us knows. So, that's what I was going to say a second ago, is we... I like it when they back up and sort of retell a scene from a different perspective. If I can be pretty certain they had a plan, if it on it, like on a different show, if the writers are just sort of making it up as they go along and they go back and change the scene. I hate that, but this time I liked it.
0: Yeah, that was nice. And
2: I like it too, because the idea of Pinocchio, um, we were wondering how his whole story fit with such short time between the time we saw him as a real boy Um, the curse and wondering how all that worked. Um, Granted, his story would have occurred. We thought at least before he was real boy of going to the Island and everything. But I really like how they're incorporating that into the real world here. Um, That the, the bad world uh, basically all know that Pinocchio came and that he went and got led astray by some boys and went and just, you know, partied it up type of thing and lived wrong, lied, everything turned into a donkey, that whole story. But they're using our world as the bad place that Pinocchio visited mm. in, this, in the mm-hmm. uh, fairy tale.
0: Although that could have happened, too, in fairy tale land.
2: But because, he sort of already
0: admitted that the place was here. When he said, remember when you... Well, he said he was in a certain island. hmm And I can't remember the name of the island, but it makes me wonder... Well, the island in Pinocchio, the, at least the movie, was called Pleasure Island. Mm-hmm. But this one, it sounded like a different word, which I wonder if that word we'll have to go back when we rewatch this and find a translation. Yeah, he named the island. Oh, okay. I wonder if the name is a different language for pleasure. Mm -hmm. So he was at Pleasure Island. But still in this world. Yeah. But like I think, Dan, you had done some research into Pinocchio and had discovered that the the original story goes that he always had this wanderlust in him. And he always wanted to go out and run away and explore and all of this, right? That he was actually
2: not a very good boy, right? Um, Mainly that all occurred when he was a puppet, but still, Um, he was a very mischief and rebellious kid. Um, Someone who you didn't really think could ever be a good boy. Uh, This, this, however, though, I think the island. I'm wondering if that's actually a a different world altogether. We already know that magic hat can create a portal. That magic beans can create a portal. The magic trees can create a portal. So I'm pretty sure there's other portals randomly throughout that he
0: might have been sucked into another island and to another world. Now, speaking of portals, I want to tell you about something really cool of a way that you can have portals to your advantage. It's our sponsor. Go to a <laughs> meeting. <laughs> I was looking for a segue and I found it. <laughs> you made it. GoToMeeting now has high-definition faces, which make face-to-face meetings now possible even if your colleagues and clients are on a distant island having their own adventures on Pleasure Island. You can use GoToMeeting for training purposes, demonstration, just any kind of meeting. It's super easy. Even those people who take their iPads with them as they traverse the world can join your meeting and use HD Faces. I highly recommend GoToMeeting because I use it. I am a paying customer of GoToMeeting and use it for my online meetings and training services. So here's the cool thing. You, our listeners, can start hosting your own face-to-face online meetings today with GoToMeeting. You can try it free for 30 days. Don't wait for the special offer. Visit GoToMeeting.com, click on the Try It Free button, and use the promo code PODCAST. That's gotomeeting.com, click on the Try It Free button, and use the promo code PODCAST. And I also want to thank our bandwidth sponsor for April is Christian Meets World, which you can check out at christianmeetsworld.com, a podcast that connects the real world with the Bible and approaches it with philosophy and critical thinking and worldview and so many great discussions and politics and more, hosted by Jason Rennie. You can check it out at christianmeetsworld.com and subscribe to the podcast for free. That's christianmeetsworld.com. Thank you very much for your sponsorship, GoToMeeting and christianmeetsworld.com. Now let's get back into talking about this episode. There were several things that stood out. We'd mentioned the fairy, lying. Well, did you also notice what she said just before the curse hit? She said that she had to go to the other fairies. And make final preparations, do you catch that?
3: yeah, I'm not sure I'd read too much into that, well I mean I can imagine I mean fairies are very important. I imagine they have little you know
1: dances to do, yeah well <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: down the hatches <laughs> before everything gets blown to bits by the curse and or maybe they do have something that we'll see later that they needed to do little. Blessings to bestow, things to carry into the next world, perhaps.
1: Hmm.
0: Well, I don't know because if all of the characters forget their fairy tale history, what good would preparations be?
3: Well, just, I mean, just little nudges in the right direction, things that can be.
0: Right? Yeah.
3: Yeah. So I, I mean I don't know. I'm just wildly speculating since we went there.
0: And apparently Blue Fairy has the original magic because she's Roll Gorn.
1: Roll Gorm. Or
0: Gorm, yeah. <laughs> Gorm. <Ooh>. Roll Gorm. <laughs> the original magic. So maybe there's something I'm in the camp that I believe that Blue Fairy does not know. Now that we've seen this episode, uh, bringing this to Storybook ways. I think that when August went and talked to Mother Superior, the Blue Fairy, and then Mr. Gold had observed that, I think that that was August talking to Mother Superior about Geppetto, not about Mr. Gold. Most likely. I I mean, that was what I thought at the time.
1: Wasn't the... Are you talking about the first phone call?
0: No, the first phone call was to Henry. Jane Espenson confirmed that. She did. Yeah, she confirmed oh, that on Twitter. It doesn't make any sense. but So, I don't blame her, believe her. <laughs> but I'm talking about when August went to talk to uh, the nuns, and he was talking to Mother Superior. And that's when Mr. Gold had seen it, and he walked up. This was in the last episode, The Return. Right. So, I'm thinking August was actually talking to her about Geppetto, mm-hmm. not about Mr. Gold.
3: Yeah, which is why at that scene, I pretty much said he could still be either. Bellfire or Pinocchio and Dan at least thought I was insane how at the time
1: how did Mr. Gold figure out <clears throat> that August is Pinocchio because he was he was pretty convinced that he was his son
2: well he pretty much knows all the people in in the place already but
0: August wasn't in Storybrooke all this well time.
3: deduction just like us look around
0: where's Pinocchio yeah so hmm And even in last episode, August said that he only put out just enough clues that Mr. Gold believed him because he was looking for it. Right. So uh, what's turning August back into Pinocchio is that he is not doing what the fairy said to do. And that was, she said, uh, both she said it and also... um, Jiminy. Jiminy. Was it Jiminy?
1: Jiminy reminded Yeah, that's
0: right. Jiminy said to be brave, brave, truthful, and unselfish. So long as you do that, you will remain a real boy.
3: So is that to say that it really didn't matter what he did until he broke the one promise by not being in Storybrooke when Emma was?
0: That almost seems like the way it was.
3: Because it's not as though time was frozen for him because he continued to grow up, but he didn't start to have problems until Emma decided to stay in Storybrooke.
0: Yeah, that's true. Though, how long did it take him to get back? Did he start coming back or did he just kind of mingle a a little bit? Oh,
3: I would imagine that if I started turning into wood, I would probably start making (laughs) pretty fast trails for wherever I thought I needed to be to stop it.
1: How did he know where to find Storybrooke? How did he even know Storybrooke would happen? I mean, he was a little boy. He didn't really understand. Right?
0: He and Emma came through that tree real close to Storybrooke. was awesome. Is it
1: really close to Storybrooke?
0: It was a half a day's
2: drive
3: max. Yeah.
2: It's fairly close. Mm. Doable
3: on a motorcycle. Yeah. I felt like the story wasn't fully told, and I started to think that maybe we could just fill in the gaps in our minds about the rest of what happened to him between the home where he was with Emma and when he came to Storybrooke, but maybe there is a lot more to tell that they actually want to tell about his childhood and his growing up and maybe how he came to know about Storybrooke. And did he write the book in the first place or did he just add his story?
1: Well, Henry said that he added that a story was added, right? I'm just, you so just said a story. Well,
3: so, and so it, we don't think he's, I mean, I can't decide now. I'm thinking he's not the original author of the book.
0: I don't think he is, but but the story was the story of Pinocchio. That's what they showed, is that I think Henry did say Pinocchio's story, or he showed a picture and Henry said, but it's not all there. It's not finished.
3: Well, I think he said he
0: he added more to the story. Mm-hmm. Well, Jane Espenson has said that um, August added to the book. The other writers, Kitsis and Horowitz, had said that... August put his story in the book. And even even August himself said he put his story in the book right. in this episode.
3: But obviously part of his story was in there because he was part of the events that were recorded in the book.
1: I yep. am really relieved oh, yeah. that Dr. Whale is not Pinocchio. <laughs> I'm so relieved.
3: He may still be a whale. Ugh. That was That was great. <laughs> the chat room <laughs> I had the chat room open during the scene with the whale which was very well done by the way and everybody was going is that Dr. Whale? <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> I was like only this show and only this community I love it
0: <laughs> walk Ruby past that whale and see if it gets distracted <laughs> oh, oh. <yeah. laughs> That's really terrible. Maybe that's why it spit up <laughs> Pinocchio and Geppetto. It was like, wow, there's Ruby. I'm going to go after her instead of the people that I already ate. Oh, my So, goodness. one thing I found during this <laughs> okay. episode was uh, Henry's box was a Tron Legacy lunchbox. Was it? Yes. Oh, I didn't notice that. That's cool. Which
2: is interesting. I'm pretty sure it was the Tron Legacy and Probably. Disney owns Tron uh, or did Tron. So, um, really thinking, like, it, it's, it's interesting. We seem to find things that catch up more and more towards the present day. Yeah. So I wonder if now, because not only time is started, but time is catching up. Well, and the whole and reason, well, I was just going to say real quick, ahead. maybe that's one reason why they can't, well, no, that doesn't really make sense. I was going to say one reason why they couldn't leave Storybrooke is because they have to wait until time catches
0: up or something. But,
2: but at least it seems like, uh, I thought that was pretty neat having Tron in there.
0: The, too the Tron legacy cameo there is because Kitsis and Horowitz were writers on Tron. That they were? Yes. Oh, and also and we had Pixar writing on Tron.
3: Now, they are pointing out in the chat room that that messes with our whole thought about the date in Storybrooke. Is yes. it just, what, which one were we not meant to notice? The thing on the lunchbox or the date in the newspaper? Because mm. one of those is not, does well, belong. Well, I think it,
0: what was the date on the newspaper again? Oh, no, I forget. It was, there hasn't been a date on a current
3: newspaper. It was the year that Henry supposedly was born from which we extrapolate what year it
2: is. Right,
0: 96 or 97. Yeah, but I'm so, thinking
3: time's catching
2: up.
0: Okay. Well, but not that fast. Okay. Why not?
2: I mean, did Five you get years? it from the future? Did they order it from Amazon and get shipped outside of Storybrook? <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's an Easter egg. But
1: By the way, Mary Spooky. Margaret was awesome, too. Oh, She right? yeah. was?
2: <laughs> Keeping she's hot so coals sweet. upon her head. Yeah, she was she's so like, snow- I
1: forgive you. She was just like,
3: Snow White. Imagine that. Yeah. She's becoming That's more true. like herself.
0: That's true. I, I didn't think of it in that sense. In yeah. fact, she did exactly what she did.
1: Chris in the chat room said, that was spectacular.
0: And you know what? <laughs> since I you, think so, too. Since you point that out, David is also becoming a little bit more like James. Because remember when James went to the, the, uh, the siren to get the water... Mm. He at first was kind of tempted by the siren, but then just rejected it, pushed her away. And here, he was kind of not, I wouldn't even say he was tempted with Regina. He was just like, yeah, I'll, I'll just hang out with yeah, you. Yeah, he was friends. just
3: being nice. And then, uh, hey, hey, she changed food. it.
0: Guy <laughs> wanted food, lasagna. And hes he's a nice guy. <laughs>
1: and he saw that she, well, she was acting, but he didn't know she was acting. But like, she was kind of upset like because of her son and things going badly like her groceries and her car and her son
3: so has nobody shared with him that they think that she's the one who actually framed mary margaret surely somebody would have said that to him at some point in the last few days well <laughs> I mean, mary margaret's
1: not really talking to him right now and neither know, is emma and they're the only ones that really kind of know
3: yeah i guess that's true hey here's a random
2: question um the bug that that Mister Glass had thrown in the sheriff's office. Yeah. Call him Sydney. That's too much respect. <laughs> <laughs> um, did he? That that was up and running while Regina was confronting Mary Margaret. Correct. Yes. But the bug got crushed, so I don't think we have any information on it. Because I was wondering if maybe. It would have Regina confessing.
0: The bug w- was probably just a transmitter to yeah. somewhere else, not actually recording itself. Oh, I always record stuff. <laughs> yeah. Oh. So if anyone has a recording, oh, this podcast. If anyone has a recording, either Regina does or Sydney does. Probably Regina. Maybe. Mm, right. Sydney's I'm pretty an sure idiot. she destroyed that. Yes, he is. I don't like him. Now, we've seen August and Emma left Storybrooke. Yeah. So, they are the only two people. Now, we do actually know Emma is not completely trapped. She can yep. leave. Which is awesome. Unless, here's a thought, maybe she can leave because she was taken out. She's not leaving on her own. So, that leads to a theory, and this is just a theory or a hypothesis, that Maybe people can leave Storybrooke if they aren't the ones choosing to leave. I don't think so. So, like, August took Emma out.
3: Yeah, but they're both
0: not cursed. No, because didn't Regina want to take... Who was it
2: that she was going to try to take out of Storybrooke?
0: She was going to try and get Snow White sent out. Right. That's what Mr. Gold suggested. She
2: knew Snow White being taken out against her will was
3: going to cause her to have die or something very drastic well playing devil's advocate she
1: was trying to get snow yeah. white to
3: leave on her own i mean
2: mary she margaret was also
1: trying to get catherine to leave on her own
2: we could also look that's at true. the fact that maybe emma is the one who can take people out of
3: Storybrook.
1: i be. i want to think
3: they
2: can that
1: both of them can leave because both of them came through the wardrobe
3: <clears throat> yeah they're yeah. not cursed i don't think anybody
0: cursed can leave well and then that leads that's what about, what's the next episode going to be? Now, we haven't seen the previews. We choose not to watch the previews because we consider those spoilers. <laughs>
2: yes, they are spoilers. Even the commercials
0: it. now. Everyone is welcome <laughs> to discuss spoilers in our forums over at oncepodcastcom slash forums. But not here. In the appropriate section. <laughs> but, so, we see that this episode ends with Emma is going to take Henry and... Run away! Since David did the right thing, that was the most frustrating part of this episode. I was like, <laughs> "What
3: on earth, woman? Have you ever heard of a warrant?"
1: Yeah, she's gonna have to come back. Well, eventually, I think she's gonna have to. Come. She's definitely gonna have to come back because about- there wouldn't be a show if she didn't come back. <laughs> well,
3: that's true. <laughs> it's just Emma, and Henry,
2: in I Boston. Know. So she's
1: gonna get in a lot of trouble whenever she gets back.
2: <laughs> Emma and Henry leave. They take uh They take uh, August Wayne Booth, Pinocchio. The three of them leave, and. Start a family, and Regina can't chase after, <laughs> chase after him because she can't leave. Well, we don't know. She I'll might. Leave why broke, would but she
1: take August? She doesn't even like because
2: him because he's the only guy that can leave Storybrooke.
1: But she doesn't believe in the curse, so she could take somebody else if she wanted. i, I was
0: seriously yeah. talking here, though. Oh, seriously? I don't, I, can go <laughs> <ahead>. <laughs> I don't think Emma is going to make it out of Storybrooke. I think something is going to happen to prevent her from leaving. Maybe it's this thing, like I mentioned, that she can't leave on her own. She has to be let out. Or maybe it's because Henry can no longer leave. She can leave. Henry
3: said he he could only leave because he had to come back.
1: Well, he's a kid.
3: But I also think that it doesn't make sense because he was born outside Storybrooke. I don't see why he'd be trapped there. I would rather yeah oh yeah i was just He's thinking maybe she was born in phoenix
1: he belongs to regina i would love
3: to see the thing that stops her be that she gets to the first stop sign and has a wave of common sense and turns around and drops him off at his house
2: that would stink though for a cliffhanger of this episode just to be like changed so quickly like that <laughs> well i know either to be, like, august really- is gonna stop well not august i don't think it'd be august but either henry's gonna convince her otherwise because i think that she's pretty much set in her mind so either henry's gonna convince her and say i don't want to leave like this and convince her for superpower or, you know, that who she is. And, or I don't know any other character that could really stop her. I really think it's going to be Henry.
1: I think, I think Henry, I'm going to, I'm, I'm really, I'd like to see him do that. I'm stuttering tonight. <laughs> 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 I would really like to see Henry just talk some sense into her and get her to take him back.
0: Or will the queen do something? Now, the first time Emma tried to leave, there was a wolf in the road. And we still don't know what caused the wolf to be there. Whether it was supposed to be Graham's wolf, and that somehow was trying to keep her from leaving because there was something about the wolf that knew that Emma needed to stay. She
1: needed to kiss Graham. We've
0: looked. It's already been. The, I think we can pretty much can confirm it was the same wolf, right? No. It. Well, no. We can't confirm that. The eyes were different. We've confirmed that the eyes were different. And we've learned in this
2: episode, <laughs> eyes don't lie. Every time the eye color is different, it's not the same person. I should have looked.
1: Do you think, like, they just couldn't find a wolf with those eyes, and they just kind of digitally added that different color <laughs> eye, so they just didn't digitally add the different colored eye for every mm-hmm. scene that wolf was in? I
0: don't know. It's I don't know about possible. It, well, yeah, they probably digitally colored it, but... Which, speaking of digitally, by the way, they did a great job on Pinocchio on that raft.
2: Yeah, they did. He looked different than the puppet, I thought, like later on when he was the puppet on the shore. But yeah, great animation, water effects, whale. I was impressed. It's better than a lot of movies that come out nowadays.
0: And speaking of puppets, Geppetto knows what Jiminy did. Yeah, that was interesting. And And he not forgive him. That's a debt you can never repay. Yeah. Wow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He's holding a grudge. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs>
2: you think? <laughs> He's pretty, he had a lot of uncharacteristic, um, not good qualities in him that Pinocchio could definitely have adapted and adopted to before leaving. Like the whole lying um, and saying that sometimes you
0: have to lie in order to protect those you love. Mm-hmm. Not good fatherly advice.
3: Mhm.
0: Now, speaking of not good father, there was that guy who was the not good father for Emma.
3: Oh, my gosh. Her, that guy was terrifying. <laughs> he was scarier than Rumpelstiltskin or Regina. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Mr. Raskind, I think. That's was what I name? got. Oh,
1: and that guy. <laughs> that,
0: that sounds familiar. Raskind. And because I, I'm pretty sure he's the character, the bag,
2: one of the bad characters that leads Pinocchio astray. And has him it's a stealing in the actual Pinocchio story, I'm really? not sure. I
1: Like the Grim Fairy Tale version.
2: No, it's not a grim fairy tale. It's a different fairy tale. It's from Italy, I believe. Oh. Um but wow.
1: well cause, cause in like the Disney the Disney version, it's Kitty and <laughs> well I can't remember the Fox's name. Oh.
2: <laughs> I forget the actual person's name, but I'm pretty sure it sounded very familiar. I did not get a
0: chance to double check yet. It's well, been
3: a hundred years since I saw that movie or something. <laughs>
0: We'll have some more research on this. And also, this is an opportunity for you to send us your research on this. And we'd love to get your feedback on this episode that we could uh, include in the next uh, full episode as we discuss this. And please send us your feedback too. Email it to feedback at oncepodcast.com or call 903-231-2221. You can also email audio feedback to us or go to oncepodcast.com and click on the send a voice message button there. And please comment on the show notes. Comment in the forums over at onceforums.com or you could get these show notes over at oncepodcast.com slash 33. Now we have a big party coming up even though there were whispers of it while i was talking
3: (laughs) (laughs) i'm not so good at mouthing things apparently
0: (laughs) we're having a season finale party if we can get enough people to come to, to this it will be in cincinnati right on the other side of the river from cincinnati in a beautiful radisson hotel that is overlooking cincinnati and it's actually in covington kentucky but that's right on the other side of the river we would love to have you be a part of this finale party for this season, so go to oncepodcast.com slash party if you would like to register for the party. Tickets are ten dollars each, and that covers the rental of the room and rental of the supplies we'll need, and some basic snacks and of course, hot chocolate with cinnamon while we watch it and the plan <laughs> and is and we'll, apples <laughs> we'll have dinner before crisp. <laughs> we'll have dinner before the showing. And then go up to the room where we'll be renting and uh, be able to watch the episode. And then right after the episode, or about within half an hour after the episode, we'll record our initial reactions and we will have a microphone for you if you join us there. So that way we can get some live, in-person audience participation. Now, here's the important thing. Cut-off date. I'm not going to give a cut-off date, but I... I really have to know how many people are coming this week. So before the first Saturday in May, please let us know if you're coming. Go to onespodcast.com slash party and get your ticket there. So that way uh, we can know that you're coming and make sure that there's space for you.
1: We should have gravy or butter there. <laughs> yeah. People people could order that. Gravy or butter. We already have dinner. the
2: projector. So, I can't wait to watch it. Yeah. It'll <laughs> be, if awesome. you guys, yeah, I'm watching it on the projector no matter what. So,
1: <laughs> somebody should make gravy, gravy or butter t shirts. I would totally wear <laughs> one of those.
2: Have <laughs> it at woot.com or something.
1: Or butter. We could have magic beans. <laughs> magic beans. Oh, we could make a menu where everything is. <laughs> everything, everything.
3: So, obviously, it's going to be a good party.
1: Yeah.
0: Yes. So, we'd love to have you there. com slash party if you can make it. And we'll have other parties in the future as well, especially the series finale party will be big. So, but we'd love to have you join us. This is right on the other side of the river from Cincinnati. And we'd love to see you there. Also, breakfast the next morning together at a local restaurant if you'd like to join us for that if you're in the area. Tell your friends, tell your friends' moms, tell everybody to join us. And speaking of your friends' moms, I recently shared a funny story that you may might be interested in in our Clean Comedy Podcast. It's about Lana Perea, so you can check that out over at com slash 107. It just keep in mind it's a comedy podcast and jeremy and i get kind of silly in it so but (laughs) it was something kind of once upon a time related if you'd like to check that out please follow us on twitter we've got the show on twitter as twitter.com slash once podcast and i'm daniel j lewis you can follow me on twitter.com slash the ramen noodle i'm jeremy laughlin you can follow me at twitter.com slash fleagon. that's p-h-l-e-g-o-n
2: and i'm dan flynn you can follow me at twitter.com slash dan flynn design
1: and i'm jenny and you can follow me at twitter.com slash jenny's nook
0: so we hope that you will join us for the full episode this uh, wednesday at 8 30 p.m eastern daylight time gmt minus four at noodle.mx slash live and get the show notes for this episode at oncepodcast.com. please leave ratings and reviews on itunes five star preferred would be wonderful and huge thanks to everyone who has. Until next time, have a happy ever after, and thanks for listening. Once Podcast is a proud member of the Noodle Mix Network. Find more of our podcasts at noodle.mx. Special thanks to our sponsors for this episode. If you'd like to sponsor an episode of Once Podcast, go to oncepodcast.com slash sponsor.